Hi, welcome to this episode of my podcast. My name is Nafuna Namiso. I am a storyteller. I'm basically a podcaster, but I have the root of a uh, of inconsistency. Last year I started a podcast on Mixcloud, Namiso Two Cents. Uh, <laughs> it was doing well. It was okay. It was nice. I loved the feedback. But in course in course in course <laughs> but inconsistency happened you know uh life happens we get busy we 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 change we travel we move we do a lot of stuff and uh, it actually contributes to the failure or the success of some of the activities you are are uh, engaged in so yeah something happened no nothing happened i just got busy and i changed locations here and there and i think that is why i stopped recording but i'm here i'm back and this this uh, this podcast this particular podcast will be majorly about mental health and reproductive health like sexual health i think these are two two topics that are being neglected yet there are things we should talk about we need someone to talk about them we need a platform where people can ask questions people can provide feedback people can get help people can understand each other people can get somebody who actually understands them so that is why i decided to start this podcast i being a storyteller i know i'll have so many things to talk about i mean i'll just be in bed at night and i'm thinking about something that i should share something that has come to my head or somebody somebody else's experience that i need to share so yes i'll have i'll have other two small small topics coming in but I think majorly I want to focus on mental health and sexual health. This will be a safe space. This will be a very open forum for everyone. And just in case you want to see the face behind this voice, you can go over to my social media handles. On Instagram, it's namiso underscore podcast. On Facebook, it's nafuna namiso. On Twitter. Mm? Twitter, 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 Twitter. Potato, potato. On Twitter, it's at Nafuna Namiso. Let's get interactive. You can hit me up if you want to shout out to tell me. If you have a question, just feel free to hit me up. <laughs> and did I tell you how important your presence is? You're actually very important. Thank you for listening. I value you. I value your feedback. And if you think this is nice or, yeah, you know, you can recommend it to a friend. You can actually share my link. You can download. You can give it a thumbs up. You can like. You can, you know, those things. All of those, do them here. And if also, if you think it's not satisfactory enough or there's something I need to improve on, I'm very open-minded. Give me your feedback. Share your feedback. If there's something you want me to talk about, I'm here for you. For you, you alone, you and you alone. 
Yeah, so today I want to talk about UTI. I know most ladies know about UTI. Hey, this thing. UTI is the devil himself. Eh? He. And many guys don't know about UTI, which is actually okay because research actually proves that women are four times more likely to suffer UTI than men. And the major reason for this is because of the female body anatomy. The urethra is short, so the bacteria can actually just get, it doesn't have to travel a long distance to reach the bladder. Unlike in men, they have a very long urethra. This means the bacteria will have to travel for long before it gets to the, to the bladder. So that's why guys, rarely ever suffer from uti this however does not mean that guys don't get uti they do guys contact uti but then uh the symptoms the signs and the symptoms are relatively suppressed by their bodies so a guy can actually stay with uti for two years one year and some of them don't even notice it unless it gets really serious that's when maybe they'll realize okay there's a problem here but then sometimes they, they actually just don't notice it but then for women hey the the symptoms are like very aggressive like when you have uti as a woman you will feel it you will smell it you will just know that you something is actually wrong and I need to do something about it. So I just want to talk about UTI in both men and women. Do I say ladies first? No, the ladies, the, the UTI in ladies, it has so many things that I need to talk about. So I'll start with men. Uh, so first of all, I can just give the difference between UTI in men and women. There are like three differences. So in men, it is very, very rare. But on the other side, it's like very, very common in women. Also in men, it tends to be complicated. Like when, when a man catches UTI, it's more likely to end up complicated and maybe it can spread to the kidneys and bring a bigger problem. But then in women, it's, it's actually less likely to spread and it's very, very easy to handle. I think one of the reasons why it's easy to handle in ladies and very unlikely to spread is because when you have uti you realize you have it like you can't suppress the symptoms you get once they're there they're there and then you, you can actually just once you realize you have it you can seek medical help while in men the symptoms are suppressed so you you don't realize you have it unless, until later on when it's almost like too late also in men it's very less likely to recover like once you've you've contacted uti and you've been treated that's like almost it it's very very less likely to recover but then in women it can even recur like three four five six seven or even ten times depending on how you handle yourself so those are some of the differences of how uti manifests itself in men and how it actually manifests itself in women. So, UTI in men, uh, it has some, some symptoms, of course, 
and uh, they'll be like painful urination like when you're going to pee you can feel some tingling pain also um, a whitish or um, frothy discharge you can actually notice it and at times it has like a very very false smell uh, also you can notice maybe blood in your urine yeah you know some you know this some some of you don't are not even keen you don't even take interest in checking like your pee and everything so some of you don't notice it ebu 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 check the color of your pee and you you just if in case you notice anything weird just in case you notice anything weird it's actually important that you observe your pee and your poop mhm mhm yes you should i know you don't but then it is recommended you should not all the time once in a while when you're feeling weird weird yes so also uh in men you can like in the advanced stages you can find that you actually vomiting or um, a back ache like pain on your lower back you have fever or you you feel fatigued so in case you realize you're experiencing some of these symptoms you should actually run to the doctor because this is like it's late it's late this is something that doesn't even man- like it doesn't show itself so when you realize that you've gotten to this point then you're actually supposed to be alarmed and you are supposed to seek medical attention well at times um uh it, you can also get some to 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 small small blisters on your penile area so in case you realize your penis has some to blisters or to to weird weird stuff you should see the doctor see who see the doctor that is uti in its advanced stages and you don't want to risk it to your kidneys you don't want to risk it to your yeah to your kidneys you don't want uh complications later on and you know once it gets so complicated like the the cure for uti is simple you just given um some tablets antibacterial tablets and some you know but then if it's actually in its advanced stages if the doctor can't handle it at that stage it means they need to perform i mean if if the tabs if the medicine if the drugs don't work at that stage then it means they'll have to perform surgery so don't wait until it's too late for you to seek medical help it's important when you first notice some weird weird things you know your body doesn't have spare parts it doesn't you can't replace it's very very rare and in cases where you can replace it is almost extremely expensive you can't afford it so take care of yourself once you notice your pain when you're passing your urine or some blood droplets or maybe you some some discharge that you're not choose to please see a doctor please see a who a doctor so that is uti in men uti in women because for this one all women regardless whether you're sexually active or not sexually active you actually risk 
UTI and I said it's because of our body anatomy. That is why the doctors will tell you when you're wiping, please wipe from the front to your back, not from your back to the front. Why? Because when you wipe from the back to the front, you're actually transferring bacteria from your anal area to your vaginal area. And then the bacteria will travel from your vaginal area to your urethra. And then from your urethra to your bladder. That is what they don't expound on, but then I've told you. So when you're wiping, please do it from the front to the back, not from the back to the front. So UTI in women has two, uh, there are two types. The first one is cystitis. Okay, I don't know if that is the medical pronunciation. I don't know. I've just tried. But the spelling is C-Y-S-T-I-T-I-S. And this is uh, basically infection of the bladder caused by the E. coli bacteria which is uh, commonly found in the gastrointestinal tract, which is in brackets, it's called the GI. You can read more on that if you want to. And then the second type of UTI is a urethritis. This is an infection of the urethra. And this also occurs when the gastrointestinal bacteria spreads from the anal area to where? To the urethra. And I repeat, the female urethra is close to the vagina. So when the bacteria spreads from your anal area to the vaginal area, it is very easy for the bacteria again to move from the vaginal area to the urethra. And then from the urethra, it travels to your bladder. And your bladder is close, like it's just like a short distance. The urethra is shorter compared to our male counterparts. Yeah, are we together up to there? And uh, the risk factors in uh, women, like the factors that are most likely to lead you to contact UTI. First is the female anatomy, like how our body is. Naturally, that's something we can't change. But you're supposed to change how you handle yourself. You get, you can't change how we are. That is how we are. That is how, how all women are. That is how our bodies are. So women have a shorter urethra, that one I've said, than men. And this actually shortens the distance that the bacteria must travel to reach the bladder. So that is a risk factor. That is one of the factors that leads to women contacting UTI. The second factor is that uh, sexually active women have a higher chance of contacting UTI than the non-sexually active women. We are all at risk of contacting it, but then the risk is higher in women who are sexually active. A woman can actually easily contact a UTI from a man, 
but it is very very uh the chances are slim for a man to contact uti from a woman are we together up to there and also the third risk factor is uh the birth control methods some of these birth control methods that we use are not um okay they're safe they're safe but then they're safe and everything they prevent pregnancies and all but they're also putting you at risk of other infections like uti and uh the other one is catheter use like these people who can't who can't susu normally the ones who have uh, who have who need to be aided to pass urine so they are also at risk of contacting uti you can also contact uti if you've recently had a urinal procedure like maybe if they've inserted a, a medical tool to check on something inside your 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 your, your system your urethra and everything you are at risk of contacting UTI are we together up to there so um i think i can talk about prevention oh about treatment so also the 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 symptoms there's the false smell there's discharge there's the need to pass urine you just feel you just feel like you need to to pass urine each and every time and also you're very uncomfortable during intercourse yes that is those are key signs you know when you're feeling you're just feeling uncomfortable down there and maybe you're feeling a bit like it's it's a bit itchy but then you can't scratch you feel like your urine is is burning you like there's like a passing a a burning sensation when you're passing urine that is a clear indication that you have an infection so you need to go seek medical treatment because if you don't treat it it will recur like it will it won't even go let me not talk about recurring it will just be there and maybe when 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 you become pregnant it actually gets to affect your baby because high chances are that you'll give birth to a premature baby like the baby won't grow to full term also it can cause uh kidney infection and um there's also something called sepsis it's and sepsis is life threatening like you can die due to sepsis and sepsis is actually a prolonged uti in the kidneys you don't want to die you don't this is something you don't even get an in okay the treatment in women it can be in injections you can you can be given injections but then in guys it's mostly just tablets in ladies i think you're given three three injections but then it depends with the level that your uti has reached you can be given just um some some tablets to to maybe 
ingest or some some of them to insert in your vaginal area but then it depends and also when it comes to treating infections please don't self-medicate because most infections have similar symptoms you just burn you feel like uh you're you're burning a burning sensation when you're peeing you feel like there's a false smell you get discharged even yeast infection when you look at the the ninis the symptoms of yeast infection they're actually similar very similar to the uh, symptoms of UTI so it's very very important that you get to see a doctor so that you get a lab test and then they can actually clearly distinguish between all the infections like you might think you have UTI kumbi you have you have another bacterial infection or a fungal infection or a yeast infection so it's actually very very important that you get to see the doctor and then when it comes to prevention in both men and women they are very very similar it's just the same thing yeah you should drink plenty of fluids and mostly water so that um, the water will will help in diluting your urine and uh, will also ensure you get to to pass urine frequently and flush out the bacteria so when you drink a lot of water you'll definitely want to pee so many times and that peeing is actually helping because it will enable you to flush out the bacteria from your system you should also drink cranberry juice okay this is not scientifically proven but then there are people who've used it and they can attest that it actually works so it's very very important and you don't have to to wait till you you contact uti for you to take the cranberry juice you can actually just start taking it in advance you can just make it a part of your diet maybe you just take it take it take it also it's recommended that you empty your bladder after sexual intercourse and before sexual okay fine empty your bladder before sexual intercourse and after sexual intercourse it is very very important make sure after 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 mm, after the game you go urinate flush out the bacteria if you can take a shower all the better take a shower also take a glass of water after sex it's very important make sure you do take a glass of water both male and female remember the, the the preventions that i'm giving are for both the preventive measures i'm giving are for both uh, the males and the females and then this 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 next preventive measure avoid strong feminine hygiene products you know ladies maybe there's the v wash that you're using or a particular soap or whatever just make sure the ph is is actually uh what do i call it like it should not have an extremely acidic ph or an extremely alkaline ph just make sure uh, is alkaline the right term i don't know my chemistry just flew out there so just make sure they're not too strong and even y'all that douch or spray you your lady parts i don't even know why y'all do that by the way why why would anyone spray their lady part why 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 do you spray also y'all that insert stuff there maybe you have your own reasons for inserting fine 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 whatever but then just make sure they're not too too acidic like they're not oh it's too acidic or too basic 
Yes. Oh, too basic. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean the opposite of acidic. It shouldn't be too acidic or the opposite of too acidic. That one it shouldn't be. So make sure you use neutral, neutral products. And remember when you're washing down there, your soap shouldn't be too strong. Your water shouldn't be too hot. That is preventive. And when I was talking about insertions, I just remember people who insult garlic and lemon and uh, ginger. This is actually for you. Uh, make sure you, whatever you're inserting, you're inserting is not too strong because it will destroy the pH of the vagina. And from there, you'll start suffering. Suffering and it will end in premium tears. Also, if you notice that uh, the problem comes from your birth control method, you should actually visit the doctor to, to them well and see what you can use to. Instead, something that win, that will not... Uh, that will not bring you so much trouble you know you get something yes it's a birth control measure measure but it's actually it's okay it's comfortable in you and it's not irritating you or something so is there anything i need to add on or is there something you want to add on oh i just remembered i didn't highlight the risk factors in men so for guys the risk factors are uh, few they're like two that is uh if you're suffering from from um a, a disease like this uh lifestyle diseases or any other disease that is likely to to be suppressing your immune system then you're at a risk of contacting um uti something like diabetes something like uh like you know them yes those three diseases and pressure and i don't know what those those ones they're actually you at a risk of contacting uti that is why uti is most common in older people in men i mean in men it is common it is most common in older men you know those with the lower immune system in younger guys it's very very rare and uh, if you're a fan of anal intercourse you are also at a risk of contacting uti why because your penis is bound to pick bacteria from the anal area yes also for men if you've had an uh, a urinal tract procedure like maybe there's this one i think it's called it's not endoscopy yeah cystoscopy cystoscopy <laughs> that is where they will uh, insert a camera in your right in your urethra to examine how your urethra and bladder look so in case you've had such a procedure like they've had to medically insert something in your urethra it means you're also at a risk of contacting uti but bottom line is we need to be very hygienic we need to watch over ourselves um take the preventive measures yes <laughs> anyway i think i've actually exhausted this if you feel like there's something you need to add just feel free to comment on my page 
na miso podcast um, you can air your opinion you can inbox me everywhere and tell me so this is it for this episode i hope to see you on my next episode thank you so much for staying till the end my name is nafuna namiso once more if you want to see the face behind the voice on instagram it's namiso underscore podcast on facebook it's nafuna namiso on instagram i said on instagram no so on instagram it's namiso underscore podcast on facebook it's nafuna namiso on twitter it's at nafuna namiso see you next time it was such a pleasure having you around ciao